In a world where we are more connected than ever, human connection is in short supply. The world is a noisy, frenzied place and content has saturated our info-addled neural pathways. So let's get reconnected. Let's choose the experience of connection and change and to stand apart from the messy, the mediocre and the mayhem. Welcome to the Human Connection Experience Podcast, where it's all about using content to create change and connection. Whether it's connecting your audience to your business, or connecting your team with your organization, or creating content to connect to yourself, this is the place to be. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Gifford. I help founders and CEOs and unboxed leaders create, develop, and manage content that creates change. Hi, it's Joe Gifford here. Welcome back to the Human Connection Experience podcast. And in this episode, I'm talking about how radically reducing your time on social media can grow your business. Yep, doesn't that seem counterintuitive? But social media is everywhere, right? We scroll, we engage, we post, we plan, we share, we create, we filter, we like, boost, repost, react, and we spend hours and hours of our lives online. I have certainly been doing this for a long, long time. And social media has changed how we interact forever. But is it always effective? And can we, could we create better connections both with ourselves and with those around us to create change, to improve our business reach and to grow an audience with a little bit of humanity and sanity still intact? So let's take a look at the problem of constant connection a look at the data of how it affects our mental health and productivity and think about some solutions. So we know the problem is that social media use and growth increases year on year. And some stats via backlinko.com show that in 2020, there were 3.96 billion people actively using social media in the world. And this is an increase of 10.9% year on year from 3.8%. From 3.48 billion in 2019, back in 2015, there was only 2.07 billion users. That's an overall increase in users of 92.76% in just five years. It's growing and growing and growing. And as the use of social increases, so does our consumption of stuff, all the things. Right, we become so used to scrolling and consuming, but the quality of what we're taking in becomes greatly compromised. So right now we're in an era of a term called content shock, which the wonderful Mark Schaefer coined some years ago on his blog on Grow Marketing. And what he says is this upward trend of content consumption is not sustainable because every human has a physiological, inviolable limit to the amount of content they can consume. I believe as marketers, we have been lulled into a false sense of security, thinking that this consumption trend will continue continue to rise without end. It's simply not possible. So the content shock era, when we're bombarded with more and more content on an increasing number of platforms, realizing we're in an unsustainable position and taking action as a business owner, change maker, and more importantly, a human being becomes more and more necessary. And we need to think about the content we're sharing and consuming in order to not only have greater impact, but to hold on to our mental well-being, our productivity and our ability to think and to ideate for ourselves. So how do our brains and mental health hold up with the constant connection 
And so as I'm recording this in July 2021, we're in a post-pandemic, hopefully kinder, fingers crossed, time. And our connection over the last year has been mainly during, you know, during the pandemic via social media. And of course, the endless Zoom things from family gatherings to meetings, social events, drinking games, Tiger King themed evenings, pamper evenings, workouts, art classes, raves. And that's just in my house. And I'm sure you have similar events that you recall from last year. And while the pandemic really highlighted the magic and connection we can find using social, our over-reliance on it has really highlighted the danger zones of our uber-connected, super-filtered, reels-driven lives. So in an experimental study of Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram used, psychologist Melissa G. Hunt uh, discovered that social media use actually increases depression and loneliness, which are the very things that we might assume that it helps us with. And one reason being that the overuse of social media is detrimental to our mental health is that the confirmation bias effect and the inevitable comparisonitis really kicks in. And I know this well, I'm sure you do. The idea that, oh, someone over there has obviously got it all figured out. I must be a failure or their life and business looks perfect. What am I doing wrong? And Jeremy Tyler, um, assistant professor of clinical psychiatry at the Centre for Treatment and Study of Anxiety at the, at, at the Perelman School of Medicine, says people see other users who appear to be f- perfect, who are well liked or who have things that they may not. And they start to believe some of the negative perceptions about themselves. Hands up if you've been there. I certainly have been. And if our social media use continues unchecked, aside from the content shock and the effects on our mental health, what about the effects on our productivity? And with our brains already firmly in overwhelm, self-criticism mode and squished by confirmation bias, it's not looking fabulous for focus and productivity and the clarity of, of mind when working. So if we're spending over two hours a day on the Zuckergram or other socials, it's likely we aren't doing anything else meaningful in that time. Or, you know, maybe you started off doing something meaningful and then dropped down the dopamine rabbit hole and lost a chunk of your day. It's really hard to remain focused when we're in the habit of scroll, roll and repeat. And this is something that I've been revisiting recently. I've been on a self-imposed, self-enforced habit rechecker to radically reduce my time on social. And honestly, the effects have just been massive. Every time I do this, it's usually once a year, I feel like I'm reclaiming oxygen around me that I have mental health well-being is much better that my creativity comes back that my connection to myself comes back and the conversations I am having are more meaningful are less scattered by what's happening in the social space and I definitely don't have that kind of irritation or the need to be part of conversations that I don't necessarily want to be part of. It's such an interesting experiment. And so if we know that a constant connection, overuse of social media can lead to content shock and overwhelm, anxiety, FOMO and the illusion of connectivity and radically reduced focus and productivity, what can we do and how can radically reducing our time on social media grow your business? Okay, well, first up, let's remember that businesses have been going way before big tech rocked up, right? Connections happen everywhere. Recommendations, meetings, 
conferences, communities, classes, as well as on social media. And we're often sold into the idea that social is the way to get clients and that without it, our businesses won't thrive. How about we consider the viewpoint that the carefully balanced, strategic and intentional use of social media can actually sharpen our creativity and innovation, can make space for meaningful connections and collaboration and keep your mental health intact. And sure, this is not the dream we are so often shown as the way, but isn't it time maybe for a new way? of thinking about our approach to social. And every time I put some clear personal boundaries in place and get intentional around how, when and where I use social media, I am astounded how quickly the creativity returns, how quickly the clarity of thought wins through and that frantic fears of constant feeds and information disappears. So radically reducing your time on social for me, it can help to grow your business in a number of ways. Number one, focus, clarity and connection. When you're more focused in your day, clear actions you take and why you take them, space opens up for strategic ways to encourage leads into your business. Social media might absolutely still form a part of that plan, but being aware of how much time energy and resource you spend on social platforms and business activities and on which actions means you've got some data to check. You've got some data to revise for efficiency, for efficacy. Essentially, when you stop drowning in social, you can decide how to use it and find out what works. Number two, ideation and creativity. So creative thinking is needed now more than ever to stand out in crowded marketplaces. And as a key competency, creative thinking needs space, a resource that opens up with mindful use of social media and reduced time with unconscious strolling. So stepping away from social for periods of time and thinking creatively opens up new ways to innovate in your marketing and your business. Number three, meaningful human connection. When we take the focus away from one to many as an approach or or the only approach, we can go back to other ways to create human connection. From sending personalized videos to prospects, connections and clients, voice note connections, old-fashioned coffee catch-ups, networking events, the old school ways of creating connections still stand with aid of technology when needed. And in fact, when so many things are automated, dehumanized and designed to scale, thinking about the small batch connections for long-term growth is pretty radical. And it's also welcomed by the humans behind the numbers. Marketing and business growth is still about one human to another. Reconnecting with that premise is pretty revolutionary. So when we create space from social, we we reclaim time to get strategic, creative and human in growing our business. So how do you break the habit? Well, for me, what's worked has been just removing Facebook and Instagram from my phone, setting time limits on my phone for even for things like WhatsApp and Telegram. And although I need to be on Facebook for some work-related reasons and to moderate my World Swimming group and also to check in on my community over there, I time, you know, the time that I spend on it on my laptop and I'm really conscious of my actions over there. So I decide the purpose of my visit to Facebook or social before I go in and time myself on toggle when I go in there. And timing yourself on social or setting a limit to go online 
will help you to stay accountable to yourself, to track and measure your time and attention and to adjust when needed and necessary. And retraining ourselves to connect online also often means retraining the expectations of others, right? This is a good time to check back in with how you want to receive communications and how you want to set some personal boundaries around the ways we can be contacted. So consider setting expectations with your clients, your friends, your family. If they've all been used to you being online on all the networks all the time, let people know that you're pulling back from social media and that your replies might not be instant. I know this is easier said than done and certainly over here with multiple Slack channels, Monday and Asana boards, text messages, two WhatsApp accounts, Facebook Messenger, emails, Instagram, Telegram. It really felt weird for me to step back and to not feel the need to be reactive. But the peace that comes from knowing you can check in during times you decide is really empowering and refreshing. It also means that when I'm working on a project for a client, you know, creating content or communicating people, that I am totally present and focused. And this is something that like uh, Cal Newport, the author of Digital Minimalism, Choosing a Focused Life in a Noisy World, advocates checking in with your values and planning how you use social media and technology to support the things you value and to embrace FOMO on the rest. He says, digital minimalism is a philosophy of technology use in which you focus your online time on a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support things you value and then happily miss out on everything else. So do you feel the call to rethink, re-strategize, redesign your use on social? Maybe there's a call for you to feel more productive, focused, and connected. I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to email me, joe at joegifford.co. You can find me on Instagram at the joe Gifford, although I'm not going to be there all the time. And or just leave a comment below this episode on my website, joegifford.co. Just come and find me. Just come and connect. Let's join the conversation. And let's see how you are feeling about radically reducing your time on social to grow your business. All right. See you in the next episode. Lots of love.